Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on YouTube and any podcast app you're using. And our internet went down right as we went live. Yeah, like uh, apologies to anyone uh, watching this live or trying to watch the the replay. I don't know what's going on with our internet. Fido's been a bit of a mess for us the last week. Uh, So... It could be a little choppy. I hope you can at least hear the choppy, audio. Choppy, choppy. <laughs> uh, if not, yeah, you can listen to this on Spotify, Apple, wherever you find your podcasts. But yeah. uh, hopefully by this time next week, we'll, uh, we fix the toilet. So now it's <laughs> next job, internet. It's, it's never ending. Yeah, we have really bad luck. I don't luck. like being an adult. <laughs> yeah, we just have bad luck. That's, that's mm. just, I've decided that many years ago, and now I've sadly given it to you. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not great, not great. But how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we're recording. It's Sunday afternoon. Uh, we're we're saying hi to any of our our listeners. Uh, we've been getting a lot of messages from our Monday morning commute listeners. So I want to shout out all those people because that's what we do. This I, I got a few nice messages being like, "Man, my Monday morning drive to work now." Like, I love the new format. So yeah, that's it, why we did it. I, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do think that it's the way you like the wrestling news and the cycle goes it's so hard to pick a day because at at one point something's going to be dated right like like tuesday we had this crazy tuesday where we're about to go live with nxt and there's uh up next yeah the the stephanie mcmahon uh like resignation and then all the wild rumors which we'll get into as our first topic about the sale uh which didn't happen but the way the news cycle goes, it's like, fuck, well, you'll record a show and then something else happens. And it's, we'll, we'll see Dynamite on Wednesday, but then after that, you've got, like, a SmackDown. You've got a Impact pay-per-view. You've got a Rampage. And then, got, you know, the Saudis by WWE. And then, and then something no, else happens. And then something else happens. <laughs> so, like, by Monday morning, there's, like, some stuff we'll be talking about, and you'll go, that felt like a month ago. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's, really, we've learned with wrestling, there's no real ideal day to do this but sunday afternoons are pretty pretty nice for us and and thank you to all those people enjoying it on your your dreary monday morning commute yeah hey uh if you like the new format like the show go you if you're using apple Podcasts, write write us a nice review whatever podcast app if you can rate us subscribe all that stuff all the little things goes miles for us so thanks everyone uh supporting new and old we we love and appreciate you guys uh of course you can check out more of us at patreon.com slash poison for only five dollars you can become a friend and you can Get access to all the shows, well, in the past, all the retro NXT movie reviews, all that stuff is in there. But you get everything this month, including Best Match Ever 2022, Part 1 and 2. I can't wait for you guys. If you haven't checked it out already, me and Davey put a lot of love and work into reviewing the best matches of the last year. And if Best Match Ever is your vibe, we got another one coming up next week, this week, with the great WH Park to talk about the great Muda. Oh, yes. Looking so, forward to this yeah. one. Some matches I've seen, a lot I haven't. So yeah. uh, one of the things I love about this Best Match Ever show is finding, you know, these these blind spots of our, our wrestling knowledge and and being more than just like, oh, well, it's, you know, Rock versus Austin at Mania, and that's yeah. it. There's more than that. So Definitely. it's kind of nice uh, going back to do these shows and with an expert like WH Park. I haven't looked at his match listing yet because he's curating this list of Best Muda matches, and I... I have a feeling he's going to add the 
what the Electrodome? Oh, the, the, the Thunderdome match. Thunderdome. It's in thing. there. It's got to be. In there. Yeah, it's yep. amazing. It's it's got to be one of my all time favorite rewatchable matches. So yeah, that's going to be another podcast coming out. Japanuary's in full swing. Oh we, yeah. We just dropped our WWF New Japan slash All Japan wrestling summit from 1990 a hidden gem of a show in fact we even posted the sneaky links to watch it it's on youtube and daily motion and all that stuff it's a rare candy of a, of this a pay-per-view this is really fun uh when we pick this one like it's it's a bit of a mixed bag with these these old shows sometimes they to be honest can be a bit of a drag i didn't find that with this one at all i thoroughly enjoyed this show and do highly recommend going Go and checking out some of these matches and checking out the review. Yeah, so this was this was great. We talk about uh, what Tenru versus Macho Man, mm-hmm. Hogan versus Stan Hansen, uh, Masawa versus Bret Hart. There's there's all lots of great stuff. It was really interesting to uh, look back on that that show. So yeah, that was another review. And then we also have a review of Battle Royale coming out this month for Japanuary. So yeah, go check us out, guys. And I think we should announce we'll be rounding off the month um, probably on a Sunday, kind of in the in the Poison Rana slot. Yeah. With the... Okay, we is it the Poison Rumble? Or is it the Rumble Rana? Ooh, yeah. I mean, we used to call it the Up Next Rumble, which, you know, had such or a great ring... do we just keep, t- keep the tradition? I don't know. Do we keep Up Next Summer, Up Next Mania, or do we change it to, like, Rana Mania or Poison, Poison Mania? Mania? Poison Mania is good. We'll leave it to the listeners. Yeah. But basically, we're going to have a Rumble. We're going to have a rumble and we're inviting all of you, starting with our patrons, patreon.com slash poisonrana. Become a friend for only five bucks. Uh, we'll be doing a, uh, a trivia game. We might do a few changes this year to determine who is going to be the challenger for Fire Frank's BD Championship at the to be named <laughs> up next rumble mania. Like. Poison Summer Rumble sounds poison. cool, but Rana Rumble, Rana Mania. I don't know. Rana Mania. The chat the is already divided. split. We've got oh Poison Rumble or we've got Rana Mania. Oh, we need to make a decision, but we will soon. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So if you're interested, <laughs> drop us a message uh, either through the Patreon or you can DM us on any of our socials and yeah. be like, hey, uh, we, we're going to need to fill. Uh, there'll be 30 slots. The Rumble will be as ever ma- as many people as we can get capped at 30. Um, Look, you don't want to miss. Been wild in the past. You don't want to miss it. If you don't know what we're talking about, you can check our YouTube archives there because we've done this every year. But last year, the Up Next Rumble was insane because we had we had masked luchadors to reveal yeah. themselves. We've had we had Hugo Savinovich almost blade. Uh, Sue, <laughs> Trent's Trent mom, Sue, Sue. Gangrel. Uh, we've had a lot of crazy people show up. You don't know who could show up. At the Rana Rumble. Uh, Chris Leone in the chat, and and hello to everyone watching live on YouTube. Yes, hello. Uh, says he has officially declared himself for the Poison Rumble. Wow. So, okay. Unless we change the name. <laughs> to redeclare. So he'll, he's in the Poison Rumble, but he, everyone else is in the Rana Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're going to do this game, and uh, it's been pretty fun. These trivia games are, are always a blast, so somehow, some way, we'll do this. Uh, and then uh, eventually we'll have a, a, a challenger. A challenger, yes. Who will ultimately lose to Fire Frank, who's pretty much our Roman Reigns, our Gunther. It, yeah, I mean, he's been on a, on a tear. We did recently release uh, for patrons the, uh, the show we did at the post-wrestling fifth anniversary yeah. show, if you want to check that out, which was our last game, which we did live in person uh where uh 
I, I, I won't give any spoilers if you want to listen. The spoiler to is Frank slapped everyone. The spoiler is Frank won again. <laughs> um, so who will defeat him? Uh, it's uh, rumor is Court Bauer has signed Hugo Savinovich to MLW due to his performance in the Up Next Rumble last year. <laughs> yeah, you see, it's a it's a huge launching pad. If you people. if you show up in the Up Next Rumble, your life and career could be altered. I know for the uh, better. Uh, Andrew Thompson, the youngest in charge, the. Yeah. Uh, writing all those incredible reports post-wrestling, he still has not forgiven our man Neil uh, for eliminating yeah. him last year. Like, feuds have been have been kicked off from this thing. Yeah, it's still ongoing. So, I mean, it's it's always a treat. It's always a blast. It gets, it gets pretty fun, and it's very funny. And, uh, again, you don't know who. I mean, we're doing business deals to try to lock in some competitors for this Rumble. And, like, the one we had on the phone the other day, he hasn't said yes yet. But if he shows up in this rumble, I think Frank might might oh, be in geez. trouble. If okay. this guy wins the rumble, I mean, he's got yeah. a lot. This is this is like the real Royal Rumble, mm. you know. Uh, and I'm excited for the Royal Rumble. It's in a few weeks. So the real I, Royal I just want to know how long it's going to be until Stephanie McMahon's on cameo. <laughs> so- <laughs> I don't think we can afford her. For- <laughs> <No>. okay. <laughs> I don't think we can afford. What her. about Shane? Can we sh- afford Shane? Absolutely not. He was eight hundred and twenty thousand yeah. dollars for, for last year's rumble. Last year's rumble. Hey, so if you want to help uh, go fund us to get Shane McMahon in our rumble, we're just trying to raise almost nine hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> go to Patreon.com and support us with five dollars. I mean, maybe his. <laughs> Uh, is it we haven't seen him anywhere since because his value is so high, but now a, a, pretty much a year removed from his last appearance, maybe, he, maybe he'll take a bit of a pay cut. A bit of a pay a cut. A bit of a pay cut. Yeah, maybe he'll take $5. We'll offer you $30, $30 on cameo. Tops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be wild. So uh, go follow us, poiserana.ca, for all the updates of all the socials and everything. Mm. But, but yeah, cool. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot to talk about because if you listen to us every week on Tuesday nights, we do an NXT review show on postwrestling.com, on their feed, on their YouTube. And while NXT was kicking off, the world of wrestling on Twitter, at least, if that's still a real place, uh, we're talking about WWE, possibly the biggest news ever to happen. And everyone was going wild and journalists, uh, I use quotations. We're going wild with, with different speculations and this and that. And it seemed that everyone was under the impression that WWE was going to be bought by Saudi Arabia and the, the whole Saudi mania. Saudi investment. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the investments over there. And it just sent the, the world into a tailspin. We go live on post wrestling and all these people jumping in the chat room like, yo, are you guys live because of this like, crazy breaking news you don't look like john and way and here we are just being like anyway so tiffany stratton returned <laughs> and people were like why are you talking about but, this <laughs> like in a sense aren't you pleased we did yeah because it was all bullshit of course so i mean uh, you listen to us you listen to, to poison rana or any of the up next stuff we've done in many years you would never ever hear me and davy say that me and you are journalists no we get our rocks off just by making people giggle. Mm. That's what we do this for. We like having friends and and, and talking about Axiom. Yeah, that's it, that's yeah, it man. That's like, don't ever. Simple people. I follow one wrestling journalist, and we happen to work under his umbrella. John Pollock is the ultimate goat of this stuff, and I always ad- advise people to go to postwrestling.com for all updates and all that stuff. When Pollock reports it, that's when I believe it. Yeah, and I always stick by that through thick and thin. Yeah, like so. We'll start with Stephanie resigning on Tuesday. Uh, really kind of interesting like set of events. You had the rumors of Vince. We talked all about it last week with Karen Peterson uh, wanting to come back in the company. The board 
unanimously said, we do not want you back. We do not think that's a good idea. And he went, well, you ain't doing a sale or TV deals without me. I am the majority shareholder, blah, blah, blah. So fuck you. I'm coming back. I'm back. So he came back and then uh, is then made pretty quickly what, like, uh, chairman, executive chief officer, whatever the title is. And uh, there's then a new one, which is like the border unanimously behind this decision of reinstating Vince, blah, blah, blah. And then about a day later, Stephanie puts out a tweet, a statement saying that she took a leave of absence last year. And then due to kind of the events with Vince leaving, she stepped into this role. And uh, now she's taking, going back to her leave of absence and taking it a step further by resigning. Yeah. And now since then, there've been reports of uh, Stephanie and Triple H being opposed to the idea of a sale and could quite possibly be one of many reasons why Steph's gone. But the, the the optics aren't really good. We can whatever statements they're putting out. We, I mean, we've seen the emails, we've seen the stuff. We know, like, it's there's this big rift in this family, and I know everyone is always comparing it to Succession, but it's so l- scarily like it. And yeah, Steph isn't. Got, it's still at the end of the day her her dad, and isn't going to kind of go out in a tell all Chris Jericho interview slamming his dad we think but has quietly kind of just gone all right i'm washing my hands of this piece i'm out with his eight hundred thousand dollars from the royal rumble last year. yeah <laughs> and then but you just wonder if vince were to go again it, it, are we gonna see you know what my leave of absence is now done and i'm back like it's the timing of everything it's it's not gonna take a genius to read between the lines and kind of see what's happened here yeah it's it's weird in the weirdest way when the the news first came out that Vince was gone when he put out the tweet I'm done like part of me didn't buy it mm. I did I was like come on Too as long as he's true, as right? long as this guy is breathing he's gonna be involved in WWE yeah. that's how I viewed it of course we all celebrated went, whoa wrestling's gonna be good again but there's still like in the back of our minds like well he you think he's just gonna leave like mm. why why would he not fight for something and now you know again comparing it to like other tv shows or movies it's like that's so like what vince would do he would come back we didn't double tap you know what i mean we left him alive and he's back he he honestly is (laughs) and he's back and it's like okay cool so seeing where we go with that in the future like it seems it seems that triple h is still going to run things like you know creative and all that stuff as of now. As of now. So there was a talent meeting with Triple H being like, Vince is pretty much just here for the sale and he's uh, he's hands off, like everything, right. operations running as, as normal. But we've seen how fast a turnover... By the time you're listening to this Monday morning, yeah. there could be another development. That's crazy. And like, just from Steph, like the statement of, no, it's Steph, Triple H and Nick, we're still running things to the very next day. I'm out of here. Like it's, you, you don't know what's happening. There is uh, reports of a um, class action suit from some of the uh, shareholders with Vince kind right. of abusing his power. And the, maybe the, the optics of Vince coming back could be detrimental to share prices and stuff, which affects these shareholders. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then rumors of the sale, like obviously the Saudi thing didn't go ahead, but 
I think there is a very strong possibility still of that happening. Yeah. Because I think they're, A, they've got the money, and B, I think they're going to let, like, they're not going to be running things, you know? They're going to just let it be as it is. And Vince, at the end of the day, I, I don't think he necessarily cares about the business. He cares yeah. about it's, it's his toy. Like it's always, it's the toy he built. It's the thing he built and it's his through thick and thin. Like speaking, you know, speaking to a lot of wrestling fans or anyone, especially the online internet wrestling community and all that stuff. Like everyone seems, well, if that's the case, then like I'm out, I'm not going to be watching and and all that stuff. But it's, it's interesting because it can go a little further than that. I I compared to the live golf where a lot of TV deals didn't, they didn't want to air it because Mm -hmm. they did not want to like, do that. They did not want to be involved in that whatsoever. I have mentioned, I work for a TV company that has chosen to air it. You don't know how many complaints we got this year for airing Live Golf. Mm. Uh, rightfully so, that's a yes or no question. But would that not ha- apply to wrestling fans? When I think of WWF and, and, and WWE, I think of Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and John Cena. Americans. Yeah. And you're telling me they're going to be like this. Well, it just seems, and I'm Canadian. I, I would see it. <laughs> It's more like looking at these like Premier League football clubs that are owned yeah. by the Saudis rather than like starting a new thing. Right. Like if the, I mean, say the NFL got bought by the Saudis. You Wouldn't think, that be crazy? You think everyone's not going to watch the NFL? Yeah. But the Saudis going to go, here's the SFL, the Saudi Football League. People are going to be like, no, like no matter who owns it, WWE is so big at this point where, uh, a TV network would be kind of dumb not to exactly air it. Yeah. Like, and it's the same with these, these football teams. It's like, what, you're just not going to show Newcastle football games. Like you think the fans are like, like I'm sure there, there are fans who have been lifelong fans who are upset by it, but also then they see the money pumped into the club. Like look at a man city who are absolutely nothing yeah. at one point, And now they're one of the top teams in the league. Like it's and getting new fans all over the world because of that. It's it's definitely an interesting thing. I do think it's WWE at the end of the day, they're not going anywhere. They're still gonna be on TV. Absolutely. From a fan point of view, I want to enjoy the product I'm watching and like I want it to be as, you know, morally like ethical as possible right. as well. You're looking at like yes, Sami Zayn's who uh is Syrian, so can't do any of these Saudi shows? How would he feel about them exactly. owning? You look at an MVP who's a, a Muslim uh, who turned to atheism, which is punishable by death in Saudi Arabia. Wow. How does he feel about working under these things? You're going to see the likes of them, maybe uh, women, homosexuals, exactly. anything like exactly. this is this is yeah, it's not just. I think you will see some like, but I think it will be a hand handful of people making a stand against it most of the others are going to go cool there's another zero on my check nice yeah you want to buy a house here's here's a fucking house like you know like it's it's I've been cra- working for one asshole for the last 10 <laughs> years like what's it's just another dick it's crazy like, man it, it it is interesting but like maybe that's you know it, it would be interesting if if another company such you know not the nfl is not going to be bought up by something like this but like if another big american company it was first but wwe you did the Saudi deals before we saw like a live golf kind of thing. So maybe WWE is ahead of the trends where we might just see a lot more companies be bought out by 
like you yeah. know, Saudi investors. Chris Elliott saying Newcastle were relegation fodder last year. Now they're chasing Champions League places. Majority of the fans don't care how that happened. Which yeah. it's yeah. Maybe Tony Khan will buy WWE. You are the, the thing is we'll get there as well. <laughs> the thing is though, as you said, it's like you think you think WWE, you think America. Like growing up, the first sort of wrestling shows I went to in the UK were all co- called like big time American wrestling and it was yeah. these shows with some local talent and then people pretending to be The Undertaker. And Kane. And Kane and that kind of thing. It's it's so a part of America. Once you've sold it, you can't there's no going back from that. Yeah. I can't see anyone having the finances to buy it off of <laughs> yeah. the Saudi Arabian investment fund. So you've got to really think. And that's where I think just like a Comcast going, all right, we pay X amount every year for, for Raw and NXT and the supplementary stuff. And we've been doing that for years. Why don't we just fucking buy it? Like yeah. it makes more sense. And I think the company would be safer like that but then they're the kind of companies that might not want to be doing dealings with events and be like you know what you've got to go but then yeah there's the 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 khan rumors khan yeah wrestling royalty there's more than one wrestling royalty and it's not roads it's not hearts it's the cons because clearly the cons Mm -hmm. run wrestling as of late but yeah how funny i i would i would love to entertain the idea of yeah, you know what? You see, you you like wrestling. Here you go. But being honest, I do not. I see zero percent chance of that happening. It's it's fun to like yes, fantasize absolutely. about it. And in in an ideal world, if that happened, it would be like Tony Khan goes, "All right, Triple H, you're just running WWE." Yeah. And then once a year, we do a WWE AEW. Ring of Honor crossover show. No one wants to do But we know what Tony Khan is. If he if he buys this thing, he's running everything. He, I don't know what he's on, but like he'll be running everything. He'll be a booking new guy. a Dynamite, <laughs> Rampage, Ring of Honor, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Level Up, Main Event. He'll be doing it all. No. Um, so yeah, like monopolies aren't. We saw what happened last time when WWF bought WCW. Like it it hurt the business for a while, and the business has been getting better since AEW has been a thing. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. it's been pretty wild. I see Triple H eventually running it. Tri- Vince McMahon, when Vince McMahon is gone, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon will be running it. Just, I don't know who's, you know, what the, if the ends are butts, but Triple H and Steph will be running it. Let's the just, fact, like, like, that's the way it will Most people, he's what, 77 years old. Vince, Jeez. like he'll, he's, he's not got a great deal. Of, I mean, his mum lived till she was a hundred or whatever, yeah. but, He's not got, like, years left. Like, this is the time you should be thinking about a succession. Ten years ago, he should have been thinking about a succession plan and getting that in place. So his company is, you know, in good hands moving forward. Like, what happens? Like any other company. But it's clear that he he doesn't want that. As I say, it's like, if I ain't having this, no one is. It really feels that way. And if it burns and dies when he dies, I don't think he'll care. And like what the money? No, I think he does care. I think that's why the reports aren't. This isn't. This isn't proven true yet. Because I feel like maybe he is dancing around, scaring people, and getting these things out there to to make people go, okay, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, don't pull the trigger yet, Vince. Hold on, let's chill on this. Wait, wait, let's talk to NBC. You know what I mean? Like we can talk about mm. this kind of thing. Whereas like, yo, this guy dies. Where's all his? Where, where's his royalty? Where's his? What's his will? You know, isn't not just gonna go to Shane and Stephanie? 
This Wouldn't guy, you think that? A normal person, yes, yeah. that's what I mean. But none of this is normal. Right. The way he's like yeah. doing everything, that's not what a normal like executive does. Like they'll be thinking, like you think, yeah, he's like pushing eighty. Yeah, like what's he going, gonna do my, with his money? My grandma, like she, when she got to a certain age, she was like, "Hey, I've got a lot of money. Obviously, it's going in my will, but I'd like to start helping out." my grandkids and everything. Yeah. So I know they're doing well and I can see them doing well, you know, when I'm alive. Yeah. That's what normal people do. Vince, he's like, all right, Shane, here's 800,000. You can run out in the rumble and now fuck off. <laughs> like you're gone. Uh, pushing Steph out, pushing triple H out. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, just, just nuts. And I, with Steph gone, like, I think it's just another, like, showing of something is happening with Vince and people button heads and stuff. But when it all settles, I think Triple H will still be right. So the board does look, it's like five members completely different from how it was like just over a week ago. Yeah. So that's all changing a lot. Um, You said like whether it's kind of scare tactics. I have seen that kind of rumor, like people leaking about this sale to, to just see what the reaction would be. Reminds me very much of Game of Thrones with George RR Martin being like, okay, I'll let, like, this is what the ending is for TV. Oh, people didn't seem to like that. I'm going to write a different ending for the books. Yeah. I, I can't see that, personally. But it is, again, all of this is really, like, fun to entertain. TV shows and movies do that all the time. We're yeah. going to film three endings. So all you think the ending, which one? You know, is one NXT thing. has done it. Yeah. <laughs> WWE has done that. But, yeah, this is real life, kind of. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Uh, next month. We're gonna be doing a best match ever, Stephanie McMahon. So get your get your feedback in for and, that, and get well soon, Steph. Breaking her ankle. On the oh way yeah, out. damn, taking a bump. <laughs> Hope she's all right. Yeah, that's wild. How do you like is that? Vince kicking her out the door. She was kicking the door down, tripping over a box of stuff as she's leaving Stamford, uh, Connecticut. Like yeah, yeah. Wow. Hope but she's okay. Pour one out, Stephanie. McMahon. Pour one out. She's all grown up. Well, let's move over to a bit of wrestling talk now, starting with AEW Dynamite, which the show kicked off. This was really like a pay-per-view worthy like card on free TV this week. The, uh, the debut in Los Angeles, and you had uh, kicking off with Hangman versus Mox in a rematch, a feud that's been built quite a while. Mox legit like knocking Hangman out cold. In their first match, and this is the big rematch. Hangman, is he cleared? Is he not cleared? It's cleared by the match, and they had a, a bit of a war to kick things off on Dynamite. Man, uh, this Dynamite was head to toe, I think, one of my all time favorite ones uh, that recently comes to mind. But this had great wrestling and great talking. I don't know what match from Wednesday night was my favorite. I just know I loved the whole episode. But Moxley and Hangman just button heads here, killing each other, bleeding, of course. You know. The one negative is probably like that they're using the headbutt to Mox now that he's hurt to kind of mm. even up the score. I would imagine we run this back at Revolution with some sort of stipulation, mm. last man standing. I don't know. First blood. First blood doesn't make sense because the match. If it's a Mox max, it'd be over in like. I think do blood sport rules. Blood sport rules. Yeah. Okay. Do no like, ropes. Just knock out. Like both have been KO'd now. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Oh so yeah. True. Okay. I imagine Mox takes a bit of time off after this. Right. Finally. Does that ice fishing? Yeah, because they. I, I actually like how they did it. With normally dynamite moves at such a quick pace, it came back from break and he was still like in the ring, like coming yeah. to and getting up. Yeah, I could maybe see definitely a rematch. We need the rubber match. 
I see, yeah, some kind of KO match I, or something. I love this. I was I was invested into this match. Both of them are, are at the top of the game when it comes to mm. wrestling, I think, uh, character-wise, acting-wise, and re- in-ring, like, wrestling-wise. And, yeah, they were killing each other. Uh, and the crowd were super hot and eating it up as as for the whole show. But, yeah, like I said, I, I this match, I was like, well, that was great. I don't know if anything could – that was like a pay-per-view worthy match. And then the rest of the show kicked in. I was like, holy shit, man. I, I think – this feud especially has done a really good job of reinvigorating Hangman because I feel Hangman was the hottest thing in this promotion at one point. It seemed like the whole, like the main story of AEW was Hangman's journey right from day one. And then Punk came in, and ruined it all. Hangman became the champ and was really on the back burner. Punk was in and yeah, kind of, we, we would, when we used to do the BD Elite show every week, we were like, Where's the champ? What's yeah. the champ doing? Like, why is the champ not featured as a main eventer? And I think now with a strong heel as your um, as your champion, you need to heat up some of these baby faces. And I think this feud has done a, a great job of doing that with Hangman, who, like, cut some... Like, both these guys, their promos have been exceptional for this feud. Uh, I think Hangman comes out looking a bit more of a, a star and definitely on that upper tier again. Um and I would think I'd have him go over in the feud against Mox to, oh, yeah. to then be a, a challenger for MJF at maybe the next pay-per-view. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I see some sort of stipulation. People in the chat are saying maybe a dog collar match since that AEW's thing. But they just did it at Revolution. We just got the I double feel dog. Like we just had yeah. that. But like- Let it chill, yeah. But yeah, I really love that match. Both were killing each other and really need to see the third. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, the rest of Dynamite was stacked too because I, you know what? I think I liked the other match, this other match more than that. And that was, uh, Brian Danielson and Takeshita. Those two. This was in the, like, think about it. Takeshita is only someone who came into my radar this last year mm. since showing up in AEW, right? I was not aware of him before. Um, and then to kind of see his, like, like just rise of just putting on great matches and then, I don't know, man. This week, the one with Danielson really solidified him. There's talks, you, not talks, but you see the the behind the scenes stuff with Don Callis. Don Callis taking him to the lake, the the Clippers game or whatever in in California, being his invisible hand already. Mm. I love where that's going. But man, Danielson and Takeshita was again pay per view where this was like I I give this some high ratings if you know what I mean. I loved it. Yeah, Takeshita's been great where every time you see like the match graphics of what's coming up next week and it's Takeshita versus anyone, yeah. You always go, "Oh wow, that sounds that sounds like a good match. That sounds interesting." And I think he's he's taken a lot of like his win-loss record is is terrible, but yeah. he's gaining from yeah. it each time and I think when he eventually gets that big win and i think it should be against one of the stars it's going to mean so much more um this like they've really got something with this guy and this could be the like the foreign talent working in either promotion being a big star like i i could totally see a a tnt title run with this guy but also if you've got a don Callis with him in the end like doing a bit of the talking stuff i could see him in the world title picture as well um yeah i love daniel brian uh, sorry brian danielson um their styles just worked so nicely together um and this this run of like danielson is he's someone i just want to see wrestle as much as possible like the guy retired he's one of my favorites he retired for four years came back and i just want to 
him to tick off as many of these dream matches. This was possible. one of the men. This so was MJF great. doing the you're running the gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. We've got him against Bandido next week, yeah, which man. is going to be great. crazy as well. Uh, d- who else do you see possible? I don't know. I'm spent now. Like yeah. you're, you're giving me two back-to-back weeks. I mean, three. We got Tony Nese last week, but yeah. <laughs> like this, this one really was worth a paper. Like this was such a good match. Definitely already match of the year contender. Like coming up, I really, I thought it was so good. And now you're teasing Bandito Danielson, which like could even you know wash out and this Bandido, one. Like, Bandito's in a similar spot as Takeshita, where yeah. when he's shown up on Dynamite, he's had fucking fantastic matches. Hasn't really been winning, but yeah. I think gaining that steam, I think he hasn't been featured quite as much, and I right. would like to see him featured more. Uh, but a Brian Danielson match is definitely the way to go. Yeah, no, I'm loving this thing. Danielson going towards uh, MJF. That feud is really good. I love the promo MJF as well. But I, I, I think Takeshita team maybe siding with the elite. You know, we got rumors of <laughs> Kota Ibushi going wild every day because he says he's training. He's not 90%, and when he's healed, he wants to wrestle. He doesn't say where he's going to mm. wrestle. But it, I, I would put odds in him wrestling in AEW at least once yeah. in t- 2023. But like, if the elite are are going forward and clearly going to go with Takeshita, like that would be a crazy group if he's now joining this this like stable because mm. he can he kind of fits in with his hard hitting kind of style. And and regardless, like if it's just John, Don Callis with him as a separate thing, cool. Either way, like I do think that helps because in Takeshita, even saying a little bit in his promo, obviously his English uh, second language, I thought he came across like really. Good. When MJF was running him down, he basically said, like, I'm going to kick your ass or whatever. I thought he was really sounding good. I think good. that's what we've learned with, like, when Asuka worked the best was yeah. it's, you know, says a load in Japanese and then just has one line in English. Yeah. And it, it always Usually works. pop. It yeah. always works. And I, I think this guy has such a natural babyface charisma in the ring yeah. as well, where this guy can totally transcend the like foreign stereotype of yeah. not working in the states i said i uh Takeshita wasn't on my radar until this year when i was completely wrong and i had to double check myself but i went to a show in 2019 <laughs> ddt is coming to america the one show i in fact met a one john Cena in queens new york and Takeshita was in the main event and lost and then the guy who beat him was cashed in on as a money in the bank but i remember thinking that match was the Besides the crazy weapon battle royal, he was the main event. Uh, right. uh, he was their champion at the time. So yeah, uh, this guy, I I think he's great. And and pushing foreign talent and all this stuff. This guy is like an I wouldn't even say an overnight success, but since showing up in AEW, like completely blew up. And I love his wrestling, and I would pretty much follow him anywhere. And I'm so pissed that PWG doesn't decide to leave the year 2004 and join a streaming service because their main event last week was Takeshita versus Mike Bailey. And like, Mm. dude, I know they've wrestled before, but this sounded like an absolute like crazy match. And I won't be able to watch it until like three years from now when it's released on DVD Betamax or whatever the hell it (laughs) it comes out on, on their website. But yeah, uh, great match on, on Wednesday night. We also had the women's tag match on Dynamite this week. Uh, Soraya and her mystery partner, who ended up being Tony Storm, oh. uh, to take on uh, Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. Um, so the big talk is no Monet. Show me the AEW. Monet. They did not show us the Monet. Yeah. Um, 
So it definitely this seemed weird because they they teased this mystery partner like well over a month ago in a Soraya promo. Then she was there was the whole thing about her being given like tickets to this event, and then last week she just picks Tony Storm and she just seemed a little angry angry about it. I got to think that they thought they had Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet at some point and something's fallen through. Yeah. Are we going to hear the truth on this and like the future or not? Cause as it seems right now, it's like, Oh, everyone was expecting that and it just didn't happen. Or was that just their play the whole time? Like I do, I, I do. Can't, yeah. I can't see that. Like that, that was one of the big draws of this show. And right. the fact that, it got mentioned pretty heavily to start with, and then they didn't mention it for a couple of weeks. I don't and know. And brought it up again to get Tony. I don't know. Just because Britt Baker said the word boss in a promo, it got everyone, like, going wild. When I don't... Th- it wasn't like Darby Allen saying, yo, I want the best in the world. It, it was not even remotely close to that. So I, it I don't know. It was pretty pointed, though. I don't think it's so. It's not a word, like, Brits used before. I don't know. I, it could I, be... We know they're not, like, scripted. I'm seeing... Brit going off. I'm seeing but. most fans are are on your side, like, saying, like, oh, they clearly were supposed to have her and she didn't... Sh-, like, something happened where... But I, I feel like I, I wasn't even, like, remotely promised or teased. I felt like... I, I wasn't expecting her to show up in, in a weird, strange but, way. D- don't you think this might have been the plan to start with? Like, what? why book, book a True, maybe. mystery partner like five weeks before an event to then be like, the mystery partner is someone on our roster who's been like friends with Soraya. Right You're not wrong in that department. Like, and the I mystery they, thing they is like, really yeah. did cool off. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. I think this whole, like, I'm, Sasha Banks is one of my favorites, but this whole thing is not working right now. I think having her come out. Well, she's not working right now. She's not, well, no, ha- I mean, not that's, wrestling. That's part of it. And just the, the problem is, okay, she comes out at Wrestle Kingdom to promote a match about six weeks away. Like, it's, it's the next month. And then, like, New Japan isn't really the place where she can come and cut a promo every week. Like, yeah. you know, CM Punk has his big debut and then he's featured on TV every week until that big match. Not having a... And, and especially considering that debut didn't go well, the, you know, the botch move, the, the shaky promo. And then... And then, like, I think she did need, like, an AEW, not necessarily wrestling right away in a tag match, but just somewhere where she can be featured heavily, weekly, to build to a big match. I think she's lost a lot of steam already. It then, like, you look online and it, it feels like a lot of people are trying to, like, I don't want to use the word bury her, but there's a lot of talk about, you know, there's heat with her in New Japan already for posting photos of her with talent from other companies. There's uh, that's there's then talks of, you know, people in WWE not really wanting to work with her again and this kind of stuff. There seems to be a lot of stuff going around to kind of muddy the name hmm. of Mercedes Monet at the moment and whether like that could be a factor into Tony Khan being like, we've just had these issues with punk with Andrade. Do we need another person in the locker room who might put a bad taste in people's mouth? I don't know. It, it is very interesting. And uh, shout out Sino in the chat. He's saying, Hey, maybe it's new Japan. Maybe the reason they couldn't use her in that match was because she hasn't even wrestled yet for new Japan and they didn't want her to have her first match. Like on AEW, I, I don't know. I, don't, I I personally didn't feel like they were. You're you're completely right about why would they tease a mystery mm. partner like weeks in advance in an LA show, which just sounds pretty big. 
to later then just turn the story into like maybe Sheeta's turning heel by accident <laughs> or whatever it turned into. Uh, the match itself was pretty good. I love I love Sheeta. I've definitely been praising Jamie Hayter. Got to be one of the best going today. Oh, she yeah. is so good. But yeah, it felt weird. You know what? Even uh, Soraya definitely like got better. I thought she looked a lot better than her first match. She yeah. got the the cobwebs off, I, I guess. But uh, very very odd that like that. A lot of people are like, oh, why didn't that happen? If that was supposed to be the case. She is also teasing. So she whacked, uh, was it Tony with the kendo stick? Well, she kind of teased that it was an accident. She got her stick stolen, right? Or something like that. Yeah, I kind of feel like they should have just done the firm heel turn with Sheeta. Because I think it's much needed with her character. A bit of a a change, a bit of an edge. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I, perhaps we do see her down the line. But I feel a lot of this... There was a lot of good buzz around Sasha Banks pre-January 4th. And it seems to be, like, just not working now. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I, I still, maybe, there's probably a chance we still see her coming. I think it would be a dumb move on her part not to. Uh, mm. What else is the big contender? Like, if she thought New Japan was the biggest rival to WWE, like, I don't yeah. know what you're thinking. Because uh, <laughs> they don't have a TV deal that's on in the States where you would yeah. be featured on TV. So... Yeah. We also had the first Game 7 in this arena for years. Since 1990. <laughs> I don't know, like but, that. Yeah. Um, Death Triangle v. The Elite in an Escalera de la Muerte, a.k.a. a ladder match. A TLC uh, match. For the uh, AW Trios titles, Game 7. Game 7. You know what? I love the, the feel they did with this whole program, making it seem like it was a, a series and like a playoffs thing. Like, bless them. You know, I'm not much of a sports guy, so I don't know if it if, if it comes across hokey or kind of goofy to like real sports fans. Or would you make it make you like that even more? Like, oh, ah, yeah, I love Game 7. Because we were we, we, the way we were interacting yeah. all day, like Game 7 tonight, like who you got, you know, Bucks and 7, Elite and 7. Like, you were joking around. So. I just love how they put out that stat about it's the first Game right. 7. And I'd love to see, like, you know, a NBA Game 7 there, go there and there. This is the first Game 7 yeah. since January 2023 when we're the Elite faced yeah. the Bucks. In like, in, like, three, five years, Shaq's going to be doing some some thing for an NBA game in this very arena, and he's going to bring up the fact that yeah. there was a Game 7, and the Elite beat the Death Triangle to regain the trio's <laughs> tag titles. Yeah, this match was crazy, man. This, this uh, what was it? An Escalator? Escalera yeah. de la Muerte. Yeah, man, this was nuts. Uh, all, all six guys are doing all crazy stuff, playing. Now they have tables and ladders and, and everything. Uh, even the bits where they're, they're side pieces, like the, what is it? Who's, who's Death Triangle's guy? Oh man, uh, Jose? No. Alex, Alex Abraham. No, Jose's with the other group. Yeah, yeah. Alex Abraham. That's, remember when they were feuding? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, yeah, Alex Abrahantes and then Brandon Cutler getting involved reminded me of like TLC2 when like Lita, Rhino, and like everyone else's side characters yeah. were getting involved and stuff like that. I really like that. The crazy one winged angel. I would say the, the finish felt like something else was supposed to happen and then like Kenny just grabbed the titles and won. Yeah, I, I think the, the segment before needed to just We go. should all blame Jake Hager. Because there's <laughs> Jake Hager and Ricky Stark setting up a match that was already announced earlier in the show, so a bit of a flub there. But it, it gave this, like, this really, I felt, should, like, the presentation, video package, entrances, should have had, like, 25, 30, 30 minutes. minutes, I think. And it seemed very rushed. And then they're just going on commentary. Oh, yeah, and they, remember, you only need to grab one belt to win. And just Kenny climbs up and... 
grabs one belt, wins, and then we go off air. It was very rushed at the end. And I, I did feel it actually felt, to me, a bit of an anticlimax after the, this crazy series of matches. It, it had that sort of all-in feel. You know, the yeah, main event there, where say. it's good. Like, it was, there was good stuff in there. Yeah. But I can't say this is going to be on my, like, match of the year list or anything like that. Look, still really loved it. It was really entertaining. But yeah, uh, Jake Hager and Ricky Starks are the new Marty Skrull, considering they pushed back the Bucks in the main event slot. <laughs> Never forget all <laughs> in. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was still awesome and still pretty great. And now going forward, I think we see Elite. Uh, well, they've already announced the Bucks versus top flight so it's like not a trios match which i think is so so silly but still will be a great match but anyways i think the trios have them defend it a few times in the next few weeks and then clearly you set up for house of black oh uh, yeah like right like that's got to and they got to be taking it off them so maybe that's purposely why they're keeping them away from them just we'll to probably have it like, see like you know the best friends match we'll see uh yeah like top flight have been with ar fox right when they've they've teamed so true. we might have the trios rematch at some point after yeah. the tag match um what other trios do we have i mean if trust we... busters no they're broken up because the guys in moguls oh yeah Mowgli's. that's true <laughs> mogul affiliates mogli yeah. mogli <laughs> affiliates would be sick it's mogli with all his animals like <laughs> all the animals in the jungle book but like in the like outfit that the, the tattoos which the, the big giant monkey what is it uh, uh charlie larry what's the giant scary larry? no what's um, the giant monkey yeah uh caesar shikhan's the tiger you've got is christopher walken in the in the remake isn't he's it? got all face tattoos <laughs> like a soundcloud rapper <laughs> yeah uh diddy uh sorry kitty king kong what's his name diddy kong king Kongs. King Combs, yep. he shows up as one of the monkeys too with the like face tattoos all over it. That would be <laughs> hilarious. Uh, Mowgli's affiliates. Yeah, I, I would see House of Black are the the destination and then take these titles off them so Kenny can focus on some singles. Yeah, stuff. that is definitely like the outcome there. Like you would like to see Kenny Omega like break away and go into like a bigger feud. But right now I'm in, definitely enjoying the trios of these guys. It would It would eventually help to get the House of Black over as this big, scary unit. They've but. done a good job as well of making these trios titles feel like a main event title, which in other promotions, these six-man tag titles never do feel like. Yeah. Um, speaking of House of Black, in some other AEW talk, on I got to catch Rampage this week, and you had a tag match with the Kings of the Black Throne, Brody and Malachi, taking on Ortiz and Eddie Kingston. And Eddie and Ortiz have been having like some like issues yeah. recently. And there's a moment at the end of the match where uh, Julia Hart's like Eddie comes in and pulls a chair off of, I think it was uh, Buddy. Buddy and then turns around and Julia Hart's there and Ortiz stops him. He's like, no, not hit, don't hit her. And he's like, I wasn't going to. And then it ends up costing them the match. But there's this like thing at the end where, the House of Black, I think Malachi sort of whispers something to Ortiz. They're like caressing him. Yeah. So it's whether they're teasing maybe Ortiz joining this group. I think... Seems a little odd. No, I think that was them fucking with Eddie Kingston. Okay. Uh, commentary kind of made it that way, seemed that way at, at least. It's them being like, we weren't actually... Te we weren't talking, coercing with him mm. at all. We're just messing with you. Because Eddie seems to think 
there's something going on with you. And Ortiz is like, no, man, they're, they're just fucking with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the storyline is like their, their mind games is like very, you know, weird. I don't see Ortiz joining them. That would be kind of left field. Not that he wouldn't fit in because like, wh- what is he doing other than hanging out with his friend Eddie for the past while? Where's Santana? They, I, I, like, I mean, he's got to be he's injured right? soon, right? Yeah. He had the knee injury. Um, yeah, it's, I do feel for Ortiz and Eddie. I feel. Yeah. Santana or Ortiz should have had a tag title run by now. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, the injury, like, they kept on getting just dragged into Jericho stuff. Yeah. Like, all the time. And Eddie's definitely dropped his stock. He's still super popular. You hear the pops whenever he comes out. But, um, yeah, I, I imagine we'll get a Malachi-Eddie match down the line. Um, Which would be cool. But, yeah, I, I thought as, like, a, a kind of rampage feud, I, it kind of had my interest. Um, and then we had what Paul Walter Hauser, Paul Walter Hausen, <laughs> is that what we, is that his name? I don't I don't know his name, but I think I it's Hauser. But then he's with Dan Hauser. That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, this guy's in Cobra Kai. I know because he's pretty funny in that Stingray. Yeah. And then he had Judas in the show. Mm-hmm. He's this character's blasting it at one point. So that was pretty funny. And then he wins a Golden Globe for a different thing uh at at the golden globes and in his speech he says he finishes it with and to my manager get the tables so this guy like clearly loves wrestling he's been featured in aw before but then he he comes out here and he's cutting a promo and dan housen joins him but then jeff jarrett and his lackeys show up this guy fucking buries jeff jarrett in a span of like three seconds letting everyone know that he is a legit fan like no celebrity appearance would be like this 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 he says all these things Jeff Jarrett smashes the guitar over his yeah. head, and it was great. I don't know if we see this guy for a while and then I, have an ongoing thing, but I really enjoy that. Celebrity things often don't work. Exactly. But I think you can absolutely tell when they're a fan. Yeah. And this, and I, I don't think everyone's going to know who this guy is. Yeah. Um, he's not one of the, like, even though he just won a globe, he's yeah. not one of the top, top celebrities we've seen. But I think he definitely won people over with a pretty fun segment here. No, I, I thought he was really funny. And uh, going forward, like winning a Golden Globe and doing stuff, like he's going to probably be in a lot more other stuff. And mm. the fact that he's they're kind of, you know, right now, I wouldn't say he's like a, yet a household name, but the fact that he's doing stuff for AEW is, is pretty cool. I know he was involved with like Jericho's Cruise and stuff like that as well. Okay. So he's just a big wrestling fan. So you got to support our wrestling fans in the real world of celebrities when we can. So. Did yeah. you catch the women's street fight? Street fight tonight! Yeah. Yeah, I did. It was violent. It was. It was bloody. Poor Ruby. Man, Ruby looking like a Ruby. She was covered in blood, dripping at all points of the match. The, the spot where she's then grabbing thumbtacks, there's just blood I, dripping off of her I face. I love with that spot as well. Like She realizes she's got to sacrifice her hand yeah. to save her face from these thumbtacks. And is like pushing back. Um yeah, these street fights have delivered every time. Like yeah. they, they go all out with them, and I, I think credit to all four uh, ladies here. I, I thought it was pretty good. The you could tell the crowd were tired but appreciative. It was a very polite. This is awesome. They're like, we've been here four hours now, but like this is pretty good. Yeah. Um, my one criticism: the barbed wire wrapped around the arm okay. spot. What I don't like about this is it makes it clear how fake it is because yeah like, no one you've got ruby who's a bloody mess and then you've got the the queen slayer the idea is the barbed wire is wrapped around your arm your arm should be shredded 
as well yeah. as what you're doing to the other person. And when you see one girl like bleeding loads from, I can't remember what, and then you've got barbed wire around your arm and around the neck and no one's bleeding. I'm like, ah, okay, well, it's not barbed wire, is it? I did shriek loudly at the Anna J table Ooh. spot. I don't know how she did not get injured. I, we're recording this Sunday. I got to imagine that really hurt or yeah. like her head looked like it bounced. Just she, complete back they, drop on the floor. Yeah, they overshot the table a little bit and she hit the ground and like the refs were checking on her, but ouch. I don't know if she was selling or just really – that looked so painful. And the replay didn't – oh, man. Uh, yeah, mm. definitely I, I think she's feeling that one. So all the respect to all four women in that match. I thought it was it was great. I think Willow stepped up as well. She yeah. looked badass. She she was still smiling. But then when it came to serious time, she's like, no, nah, I'm going to put like the, you I like the table. matching gear from both teams. The Dudleys. Well. Yeah, yeah. Don't call them the Dudleys, but yeah. the Dudleys. Yeah. Brother – Team 3D. We're doing the, the Bubba table spot as well. Exactly. Yeah. Overshot. No, really enjoyed it. I don't always watch Rampage, but I, I definitely want yeah, to check too. that out as, as well. Because uh, Tainara, Tainara's like specialty. She is the street fight. Her and Anna Jay are just like... <laughs> We are Don't always fight. deliver in ring for me, but <laughs> yeah. if, if it comes to a street fight, they're game. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite interesting. But yeah, I can see people like being like, oh, but the women shouldn't be covered in blood and violence, stuff like that. So, yo, what, of course what are you they talking should. about? Yeah, let them, let, them, let them get at it. Let's yeah. go. Come on. Uh, yeah, but this week, AEW, definitely knocked yeah, out part. Yeah, good, good stuff. Both shows. I, I did enjoy. I shit on Rampage a lot, yeah. but I, I enjoy both shows. But we're shows fair, and we'll week. tell it yeah. when it's good. Uh, and um, even like... The crowd in L.A., right? Like, you mm. know, the crowd is a big part of it. So they were super in, into everything. So, yeah, loved it. Now, I I mean, I can't believe this is seventh on the agenda here. This like, should have been number this one. Sh- this should have led Tuesday's show, to be honest. We were going to talk all about this. We were. To then, be fair, we were. We were talking about how we couldn't wait to talk about this. And then, like, the staff news broke. We had jokes planned and everything. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, I guess. And then we're trying to do an NXT review with people telling us, what are you talking about? The, the Saudis bought WWE. <laughs> like, they didn't, mate. <laughs> Dominic Mysterio, <laughs> thug life. Oh. Uh, I don't know how someone could go so like so low on someone's list to so high on someone's I'm list. I'm not. In, I'm in not instant. Being funny, he is the best thing about Raw right now. Absolutely, and you know what? You're only as good as your your dance partners. And shout out to Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley, who I don't know how you're la- not laughing I, out loud uh, all the time when you're in them, the segment. All of them were able to keep... <laughs> Miz is great in this role of like the host thing and him kind of being the heel, like poking at the heels yeah. as well. Like how they weren't all cracking up here because Dominic was incredible. All right. You know, you'll never... It's rare you'll hear me talk about Rob, but Dominic on Miz TV with the Judgment Day, how he's talking about how he's he got out of prison because of his Christmas arrest from trying to, you know, fuck, fuck with his dad, Ray, at, at Christmas dinner, and he got arrested, and then he's been in... He's out of jail now. He's got his tattoos here, and all he'd talk about is how, you know, prison changed him. Shared a bunk <laughs> with a man who wanted to punch a hole in his face. <laughs> so in the segment, he's going off about, like... You know, how he in the clink, times were hard and stuff like that. And then you have Damien Priest like, yo, Dom, tell him that story. And then the story is like, yeah, I told that guy he didn't want to <laughs> talk to me anymore. And it's like, clearly not a true story. And then, and then like, they're like, yeah. And then Finn, yeah, Dom, you tell him, you tell him. And that's what's like cracking me. I don't know how any of them are not laughing. <laughs> it was the bit that got me was when uh, Miz was like, yeah, okay, but... 
you know, like, you were there only a day, and Priest just goes, what did you say? It's like, what the fuck did you say? Or maybe I got my reports messed up. You did. You did. He was in there a long time. It seems he's only there for, like, an hour and a half. No, no, no. He was I, there for, like, a week. I feel this group are very like how the Dark Order were, where they came in and they tried to make them super serious. Emo, goth. Live, uh, leading them. Yeah. And it just didn't work. And then since they've become almost this comedy act, like when we were at the um, at the house show, the live event in yeah. Toronto, um, Damien Priest loses his tag, and then Rhea comes out to and like carry, carry him, out. him out to the back, yeah. and they're like waving and just <laughs> they're like these these just goofy. Yeah. I mean, Rhea's Rhea is the like the cool one. The yeah. rest are like pretty lame, but it's what makes it work. And it's the like the problem is like I can see. It's meant to be you're going into this match at Mania with Ray and Dom. Clearly. And Dom is hated and Ray is the baby face. It's at the point now where I just want to see Ray join the Judgment Day <laughs> and join Dom and wear the bandana and the glasses. And uh, But, like, you've got to give it to this this guy, Dom. Like, he's he's genuinely been fantastic in this. He's so funny, role. man. He, they, know, they know that, like, they're in on the joke now. Yeah. They know he's a bit of a meme. They know yeah. it's like... And like they're like, right, yeah, let's play with it. He looks like he's part of the Balas from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yeah. He looks like he's like his tattoo tear, his button up, his bandana, his glasses. I fucking love it, man. I bit of like, a Conan look as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all it's all he's a filthy animal. Dominic Mysterio. That would like that would be his entrance at, at WrestleMania. Come out in the Eddie Lowrider. <laughs> so now Judgment Day are facing the Usos for the raw tag titles. It looks like they're gonna they're doing a tournament to okay. determine the challenges for the SmackDown titles, which are the ones that I believe they've held the longest. And then Judgment Day going for the Raw titles. So it looks like they're wanting to split these tag titles up. Do you see Judgment Day being the team to do it with Dom and Priest? Uh, not necessarily, but it probably would make sense to have them have titles on that show. As much as it, it's cool to have them you know, being belt collectors, mm. but it does kind of change things the dynamic is now what are these other teams fighting for what's yeah. the point of having tag team division over there so yeah it would make sense but uh not necessarily sure that i see that happening but it would be better because then dom and priest can feud against other people you could have dom and priest win the raw tag titles and defend them against Rey mysterio and bad bunny okay at wrestlemania all right if you're not trusting to have a dom and ray in a singles and you're not trusting bad bunny i feel like you need to do the singles I had I, I I think that's like the case for most of us as fans, but I'm pretty sure Rey Mysterio in a lot of interviews has said he does not want to do that. So really, I did. He said something about he wants to do it when like Dom's ready or something like that. Is Dom ready? He might be. I feel like this is the time. I think this is as good as you're getting. He's he's not terrible in ring. Like yeah. he's he's no Rey Mysterio, but like I think you could, especially with Mania where they often put like you know more rehearsal time in and yeah. stuff. I think they could pull off something pretty good. Be all right. Um, there's also the edge factor as well. When is Edge, coming, edge back? coming back? You could have like Edge and Ray challenging Dom and Priest. Yeah. Maybe if, if you don't want to go for the singles route. Yeah. Um, we also- well, I mean, Dom should be the one to take the title off Roman at this point. <laughs> like that would be the, <laughs> but the right things are going, it's probably going to be Mansoor. So it'd be oh, fun. <laughs> Uh, well, we had a, a title match kicking off SmackDown this week. Gunther de- defending the IC title against Braun Strowman in... Uh, look, I'm no, no Braun fan, but I actually really loved this match and thought Gunther brought out the best of 
brawn here. He uh, brings out the best in anyone. Yeah. Like, look at this 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 track record of the past few weeks. Like, we've been raving about. It. I'm thinking back. Rey Mysterio in that Gunther match was pretty good. The mm. Ricochet one. Uh, every time. I mean, the the Sheamus one, obviously, but the Sheamus rematch on SmackDown as well. Like, this guy has become the SmackDown draw. Uh, mm. As much as you know the Bloodline stuff. I think SmackDown's definitely the superior show. I, yeah. I don't think that's a, there's any debate there. But Gunther, like, really showing up in a lot of this stuff. And, yeah, I'm not a Braun fan at all. I put it on just before recording this because you did say it was pretty good. And, yeah, Braun was was taking bumps and getting thrown there's, around. There's a, like, Braun brought it as well. Like, he was trying to match Gunther with these chops. But there was a great, like, triangle counter Braun did into this overhead suplex, which was really impressive considering like Gunther's size as well. So I I was really impressed. I've looked on cage match. Already this is Strowman's highest rated singles match easily. Um, and yeah, I, I thought this was, was good. And I think now it's looking, the fact Braun, sorry, Gunther's gone over this guy. I think the prospect of Gunther Brock looks more likely. Yeah. They're now putting, we know the formula works of Gunther against these smaller guys we know that the david goliath stuff with gunther works like so well um but now we're seeing him do it against the bigger guys like your sheamuses and your brawns and still having like like pulling out like great matches against them it's to get him ready for brock i think i hope they let them do a match like this rather than the brock formula of we'll do a spear through the barricade we'll span our finishers and but yeah i i think they've made gunther feel like a real star here brock gunther spot in the rumble let's yeah, go that's how you kick it off let's go and you can always have brock being like hey as long as roman's champion i can't challenge for that title anymore so i want that title i've never been icy i've champ. never been icy champ but I, I brought as well like he's been getting these reactions from this crowd and it's you could say like of the triple h hires he's brought back he's been one of the better ones which is like i'm i haven't been a fan the whole stuff with you know independent wrestlers and then the control your narrative bullshit and the way he goes off on twitter and stuff but like you can't really deny the like the fans going to these shows pop loud for him and way bigger than your other people you've brought back like your dexters your garganos your carrion crosses yeah they seem to do be doing well and i think when braun was at his best was just before that tag run with nicholas you know like he felt like okay, you could have something with him here as this big, giant, babyface guy. So I, I do, like, after this match, I do see a place uh, for Braun. And I, I hope he can continue with this kind of work rather than his, his usual stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a Braun fan at all. And his, uh, his social media presence definitely does not no. help uh, him at all. And just remember, if you're a server or anyone who works in the industry, fuck you, yeah. says Braun Strowman. Uh, but I would never have released him from WWE. No. He's a, look at him. He's a fucking huge. Yeah. Anyone sees this guy, you would want to see how he wrestles. Like, I'm not a big fan of him. You cannot deny that people, he is a draw. And this would is like a better role for, rather than being just a monster heel. Like, yeah. I think it, it, it is more fun. Even, yeah, I think he is better in this role. So, yeah, yeah good good stuff kicking off SmackDown. And uh, shout out Miss Mrs. Gunther, Ginny, who's announced her retirement from the ring as really? well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. She released that today or yesterday. So, right. yeah, there you go. Pull one out. Well, maybe she'll be uh, more, like, on hand. I don't know. I don't know if she's, she's I know Gunther. Imperium. <laughs> just as their, like, announcer or something. 
Have have a mixed tag. Um, well, she says she's not wrestling. Well, anymore. anyway, it's wrestling, isn't it? Gunther and Jimmy. Can't wait for that Ginny match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Um, then they honestly the the middle of SmackDown. You were flicking through asking what's what. Yeah. It really didn't do it for me this week. Uncle Saudi. I mean, Uncle, Uncle Howdy stuff. Yeah. Still like the Bray stuff really didn't click. Uh, but then we've got the main event, which is Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, which we've seen a hundred times, but they always deliver for me these two yeah i mean they're destined to do this forever right that's the bit i I really enjoyed this match as well i I got sucked into it these two have magic they're hitting brain busters on the apron they're hitting half and half suplexes they were just going for it Uh, i wouldn't be i I, the thing that i even like better is when was it monday when they beat up owens and they're laying and owens is like grabbing sammy's boot Mm. And then this episode, when they lay him flat, and then Solo puts Owens through the table, and Sammy didn't want to do it, and then Sammy's like hesitant to pose. Hmm. So, but then J- Jimmy and Jay are like, "Come on, come on, Sammy!" And then he poses, but as he's posing, he's kind of looking down, like, "What have I done?" Have I and done? I, I'm, I'm like, "Okay, the little things are are really working." It's normally I'd be mad at a DQ finish, but I think this served the story so well. Yeah, uh, and you, you had, you had the the tease of Sammy was in the corner. Owens was crawling back up in the corner like it looked like he was going to put him away with a yeah. maneuver kick. He had the job done and the Usos ruin it for him. So I, I I thought the DQ actually really worked for this match. I think they're doing such a great job with this Sammy Roman story. Um, and then the eventual like Sammy, I assume, helping Owens out at some point like after a beatdown. But yeah, their chemistry. One day we'll do a best match ever just of these, these two, two of their matches we've talked a bunch when we first started our patreon uh we, we've talked show. about their ring of honor stuff a bit and there's still a lot to there but yeah uh these those two will face the usos at mania i think smackdown titles that makes sense yeah yeah for sure and then uh we kind of didn't mention uh last week because we had all the new japan news and all the vince coming back news um but wwe signing uh dragon lee and then in the last week, signing Carl Fredericks uh, to the NXT brand. So, um, and more talks of kind of them sort of going back to looking at independent talent rather than the uh, the previous regime where we had, all right, we want like bodybuilders, we want under 30, we want yeah. athletes, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, Dragon Lee, Carl Fredericks, I can't say I'm really familiar with Carl Fredericks, didn't watch strong. He's yeah. I'm trying to think. He was in New Japan for a while. He's also not like he's he's old. He's yeah. 32 or something like that. Uh, he's got a great look though. I always thought that. So hey, you never know. WWE could be like the thing that really does eventually click for him. Uh, but he's just kind of been floating around with New Japan system for a while. Dragon Lee definitely interests me. I was watching Triple Mania uh, when he in- he wins the match. He beats FTR. And uh, he he then says, "Yeah, I'm I'm relinquishing this tag title because I'm going to to NXT with Triple H. <laughs> Shout out Triple H!" And then it's like, "Oh, okay." And then right away, NXT, Triple H, and WWE were like tweeting out, "Like, yeah, mm. it's true. He's he's signed with us. So that's pretty cool. The brother of Roosh. You would imagine Roosh and Andrade Roosh and are having Mystico, right? great coffee conversations for the past few weeks, debating on what are we doing. Yeah, <laughs> that 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 should be." Us running WWE right now, but you never you never know. Uh, Andre Ade could come back there, but yeah, Dragon Lee is awesome. That could be a great addition to NXT, and uh, we'll have to see because it's like it, it's interesting. It's more like it is more exciting, like hearing these independent names coming through. 
Um, as as John Cena points out in the chat room that we've New Japan are building up a match between Hikaleo and Jay White uh, in a loser leaves Japan match. So got to think whoever loses this is possibly WWE bound. I, I can see interest in both guys from WWE. I think Jay White is definitely the more interesting one. He's a better wrestler, better promo, and I think really does fit that WWE mold. But I also can't see WWE overlooking a huge, giant Tongan yeah. who could possibly join. So double DQ and they both <laughs> Uh, look, Jay White's been teasing WWE for a while. I don't know where Jay White goes after like his spot is to always lose to Okada in New Japan, mm-hmm. and he's kind of peaked already. Everything he needed to do is kind of done there. So I think he, he would improve if he were to show up in WWE. I wouldn't think NXT would be the place for Jay White no. whatsoever. I would instantly put him in a top program. You'd, if you brought him in, you would have to put him in with, like, what, AJ and the crew or the club or whatever they call themselves right i guess like the bullet club ties there i mean aj's injured right now so, so i'm, I'm trying go. to see when this uh this match is gonna be like could he be as early as the rumble or is it after the rumble this match yeah because because uh, that would be cool someone in the chat let us know when is this hikaleo j white match yeah like yeah putting him with hikaleo could go to nxt hikaleo could, could go be to a NXT. big deal he could fight braun breaker yeah so. Um, but yeah, Jay White, yeah, you could, I mean, I think he works fine on his own, but you could always pair him with Gallows and Anderson, who really are only good as being accessories, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Was there anything else uh, this week that we wanted to talk about? Any other business? I'm trying to think of little bits and bobs. I briefly went over it, but uh, I I double took in one of the strangest ways when uh, Mogul... Enterprise, Swerve Strickland, Mm -hmm. just says, hey, I'm here with Puff Daddy's kid. And I'm like, sorry, wait a second. And then I look at him. I'm like, whoa, you look just like your dad. That's crazy. And this young kid who's like, I guess, an aspiring rapper now uh, is boys with Swerve and is like kind of mentioned here on TV, which is pretty crazy. He mentions bad boy and and all this stuff. So instantly, again, my my, some of my favorite things in the world kind of crossing over has my attention. P. Diddy was the original wrestling manager. He was, you know, he wasn't even more, more of a rapper back in the day. He was literally the mouthpiece and the shit talker and the disturber and the guy who handles the money and the business and flaunts the bottles and the videos. He he was pro wrestling back in the 90s. So now his kid being here is kind of like, okay, interesting. All right. I don't think this kid's going to wrestle. But so, <laughs> but P. Diddy is a big dude. It's, and like it's his- cool, but like... It's so does, weird. Have, does Swerve want to wrestle? Because at the moment, yeah. he's just like, I am with all these... It's I don't understand like, what's it's, going on. It is cool. Like, it is cool having all these people come yeah. in. And it's interesting, like, not giving Tattoo Face a name. and I don't know like who that. this guy is. Like, yeah. it's... They're building this mystery. But also, there is a bit of 2.0 about it. It's like, cool, so you're a Twitch streamer. But, okay, what are you doing in a wrestling company? Yeah. Like, great. You've, you're building a, a music enterprise, enterprise. But this is a wrestling promotion. Yeah. <laughs> so... What what's the match and what does it lead to? But I, I do think they look cool and Swerve is so has this great like 
heel charisma to him. Yeah. He's fantastic. I want to see where it goes and plays out, but it does need some sort Because even Renee, who's interviewing them, is like, yo, what the fuck's going on here? What are you guys even doing? Yeah. What's the point of all this? And even Swerve doesn't know how to answer that correctly, except, you know, we're taking over the thing. I imagine Revolution, Swerve versus Keith Lee is basically the, yeah, absolutely. the end game of this kind of thing. But yeah, uh, seeing all these different rappers and characters pop up in... AEW does tickle my fancy in the weird like I'm just like this is great I, there there's so many ties to hip hop and wrestling like why not so WWE doesn't jump enough on that in my opinion they have they had like day one I remember the Migos came out what did they do they just went we're yeah. here hey thanks we're so happy to be here whereas like Rick Ross is like a meme now mm. accusations everywhere because of the shit he's done on their TV Where's show Bow Wow? They've completely dropped Did that, he eh? Vanish like Shaq. I guess they didn't want to. <laughs> Trina. I guess they didn't want to pay what he wanted. I don't know. They completely dropped that. Like, no mention of Bow Wow, which I'm okay with. Sorry, like Bow Wow's not bringing in a new audience, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But like, neither is P Diddy's kid because no. I didn't even know this guy was a rapper or a thing. But bless him. So I'm interested. Sino uh, reminding us that on the uh, Impact Hard to Kill pay per view. Uh, Kazarian announcing that he's left AEW and is now with uh, with Impact. Uh, so one of the kind of originals in uh, in AEW who's gone. Interesting. Scorpio Sky wasn't at the LA show. You thought he might be featured somehow, at least on Dark or something. So uh, wonder if we're going to see more of these uh, these kind of original AEW stars moving over. Yeah, uh, Kazarian, I mean, he was Impact TNA, long-time yeah. person, so I guess it makes more sense. He hasn't been on TV, he hasn't done anything really relevant in a long time. Didn't really hunt the elite, did he? No, not not even the best elite hunter, to no. be honest. Uh, so, shout out, was it Yoshi Tatsu? <laughs> he was the elite hunter in oh, New Japan? okay. <laughs> like, you're already stealing that guy's gimmick, yeah. so really, what were you trying to do? So, maybe he'll he'll bring out his rock band cigar smoking gimmick in impact wrestling yeah i I think it's a better better place for him for sure uh like the guy can still wrestle whenever we've seen him in matches it's not like he's uh like he's past it in the ring yeah but it's just we've seen this guy forever it's there isn't really a place for him in AEW, and i would say maybe the same about scorpio sky as well absolutely like very very capable in the ring but we've seen a lot of attempts with Scorpio so Sky, many, man. and he's never really connected. So I think Impact have, like, quietly over the last year built up quite a, a good roster of wrestlers. You've got your Josh Alexanders, your Mike Baileys, your Jonathan Greshams, your uh, Steve Macklins, and it's become, like, there's a lot of good wrestlers there where you need a place to go if you're not going to be in WWE and AEW. Yeah. And by all accounts, I didn't check out the Impact pay-per-view, but I did listen to... John Cena and John Pollock talk all about it and they were very positive about it. So I think it's, you need these other promotions for people to go and definitely a much better fit for Kazarian. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. It's not something I personally will watch, mm. but wrestlers need to wrestle and there's nothing wrong with this guy in ring. It's just like AEW's kind of moved on. They've got different stars and all this stuff going on. So yeah, he could probably be a way better deal and help so many other young people over there in Impact. So it makes, it makes way more sense. What- are you interested in going to Rebellion at Rebel? Not at all, but I was invited a while ago, and I figured this was announced. A friend of mine was like, yo, come, we're going, I got you. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, bring your friends, let's go. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then Cena was like, yo, they're coming to Toronto. I was like, 
is that this week? Is that today? And he's like, no, no, no they just announced it. It's like, July? Oh, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, of course I'll go if yeah, you want to get I'm a group going. going. Yeah, of course. Like, and I feel being Canada, you could have, like, Josh Alexander, Mike Bailey 2, maybe. Please. Would be a great, great main event. Please. There. Book it. Then um, I will definitely go. I think it would actually be a quite quality wrestling yeah. like as a show to go to of course uh, we got a lot coming we've got the gcw show we got yeah, demand G- lucha coming up demand lucha in february i think that's the 16th on a thursday we will be there because gringo loco's taking on joey janela and we we love our gringo loco here uh maybe we gotta ask him about these uh stephanie mcmahon leaving wwe rumors <laughs> is, there any co- is there any reason what's going on yeah she's gonna run gcw uh gcw coming here on the 18th i think no the 19th it's a sunday of february no, March. March. March, okay. March. Yeah, yes. yeah, March, March. We've got Demand Lucha on the 16th, which yeah. is going to be headlined by Joey Janela versus uh, Gringo Loco. Yeah, yeah. So if you're in the Toronto area, we'll be definitely checking that out. Yeah. Um, we'll be at that show. We've been going to those shows, and they're always a ton of fun. GCW making its debut here in uh, Toronto will be super fun. They've got Mike Bailey announced for that show, so that's super cool. He's uh, the indie superstar right now. WH has also announced he's going to go to that Demand Lucha show. How, how do you think he'll he'll find it? He'll you like the Lucha door. The, yeah, he'll he'll love uh, the doctors. L- Lucha Freddy. Lucha Freddy. He's one of the doctors now, right? Yeah, don't spoil. Yeah, he's yeah. turned heel now. Yeah, which is shocking. Uh, no, uh, we'll have a, we'll have a ton of fun. We'll, we always do at Demand Lucha. And shout out all the listeners who've checked out checked out some of their stuff. Now I got a, a few messages this weekend because uh, I know the last time we went to one, it was the four way lucha match, and mm. they've those four guys have kind of done it on some different loops and. And so many, a few listeners have now gone to those shows or watched those streams and been like, what the hell are these? Like, what? Can't praise Gringo or Rez, Commander and... Uh, Commander who has just shown up in an MLW. Commander's got to be signed to AEW by like yeah. this year. Like that, that rope run spot is just fucking nuts, man. You know, it looks like someone was signed and he's just in time to have a TNT title match next week. Kushida. Kushida. Yeah. You want to talk about like someone who has misused the past while is definitely him. I know there were some injuries and setbacks and stuff like that, but let's go. Let's Kushida get back into the, the rhythm and just put on bangers of what you used to do. Don't worry about being the guy in WWE. I know you tried it out. You're probably like hurt by, ah, it didn't work out. I could only imagine, but dude, like people love you and want to just see you wrestle. Him versus Darby is, I hope we see more of the, like the submission, the wrestling from Darby. Yeah. We know he can do the crazy stuff, but he's really good at wrestling as well. And I think him versus Kushida, that, that sounds such a fresh matchup and such an interesting. All right. Dream match Kushida in AEW. Go. Kushida versus Brian Danielson. Kushida 100%. versus Bandito. Kushida versus Takeshita. Kushida teaming with the machine guns. Time machine is what they call themselves mm-hmm. versus the elite versus yeah. awesome. death triangle versus there's so Absolutely. many different things. Kushida could do. I, I definitely felt like he hasn't been doing much, even in his WWE and exit. I mean, he he had what the foot and mouth disease yeah. after he left, and but just being placed right back in the juniors where he was, where he exactly. left a few years ago. Um, they dropped the ball on that. Yeah, so like I want to see him kick ass. Man. I hope we see more of him. But that's super exciting, and that was one of the things. It was like one of those Easter eggs on Rampage where I'm watching, and they've just Excalibur go. And this we were Kushida versus Darby Allen. You're like. Sorry, excuse me? Would you just say? What? Yeah, what? they, they could have made a bigger deal of that, I think. But uh, he's great. And for people who aren't 
not familiar, man, can't wait to see him rock our socks. But if I'm them, book that time time machine elite match like next week. Let's go because you'll have all my money. I'll be mm. sitting down, popcorn ready. No machine guns just won the Impact Tag Titles yeah. again, so I don't know politics. Remember something happened? Something happened with them in AW. They showed up and were heels. Remember? Oh yeah. To feud in like six men, it was weird. It was they was that f- on something- Forbidden Door. I don't did remember. They, yeah, that, it was one of those things where yeah. did that happen? It was really weird. Mm. They should have just came in and fought FTR, but instead it was like, anyways, Wardlow's in this match, and this person's in this That's match. It was right. like, what? It's very odd. Why? Okay. Mm. Uh, but yeah, possibly. But Kushida, cool. Can't wait to see him wrestle a lot of other people. Uh, was there anything else? I don't think so. I think, I think that's it. I think that's about it. You know, I, I've been itching to talk about this Prince Harry book and interview. But Have you read the book? Did you buy the book? I, I, the most sold independent book ever or something I, like I'm that? Kinda, I might get the audio book. It sounds fucking Is wild. it his voice? I hope so. I've heard clips. <laughs> I've heard some clips of people clipping things from the book and i'm like is that his actual voice yeah it's it's uh i was asked about it at work yesterday i i often get like if i i'm serving someone's new and they're like oh you're british so this guy yesterday first he asked me if i liked oasis i'm like sure i like oasis you like the beatles then he asked if i wanted to sing oasis with him on at karaoke because it's karaoke on a saturday i said no i'm a solo artist and he's like oh you're noel um, I get uh, yeah okay and then uh, then he asked about what football team I supported I'm like Arsenal he's like oh I'm Tottenham I'm like okay like people always want to do the football bands with me and I just don't give a shit I think he was into you uh, maybe and then he was like so are you pro Harry or anti Harry I'm like oh we're really opening up this wow. can of worms now uh, but yeah I just want to hear more stories like him losing his virginity to an old woman behind a pub I want to hear how he and killed 25 people. And how he killed 25 people. And how he loves mushrooms. William always wants to fight him. And how he tried to hook up with Monica from Friends. Yeah. His book sounds wild. Book, I need the I need the like HBO series of this. Fuck the crown on Netflix. That, yeah. I'm not watching that. But the, the Harry saga, yeah. There's only one way to settle this. Harry versus Prince William in a hell in a cell. Winner gets to be king. Winner gets the... Well, they'll be the number one contender for when... Charles dies, right? Will be king. <laughs> I feel like uh, William's kids might have something to say about that as well. Like you go the bloodline. It's it's Harry. Yeah, King Harry and Meghan. Bring it. True. Bringing true unity between the states and the UK. Yeah, that was stuff that people were talking about this week. I'm trying to think of other stuff. Uh, I don't know. There's groceries that are expensive. Uh... <laughs> I, I bought frogs' legs. Whoa, that's sacrilege. We can't eat frogs. Yeah, I, I finally bought them. So uh, I'll be eating that on Tuesday. Uh, I watched Chris Jericho on Name That Tune Celebrity Edition. Uh, he won. I'm sure he's pretty good at that. He's, he was. He's got good musical knowledge. He was pretty good. And uh, all the winnings like go to like a charity of his choice and stuff like that. But yeah, he was. He, my work started airing so, it. Trump? No, the it Trump was it was it was something really nice. I'm blanking on what it was, but it was actually really sweet. And his reason for it okay. was actually really nice. But um. He killed it. My 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 TV station started airing it, so I watched it this week. And I was, first episode and today's celebrity Chris Jericho. It's like, oh, cool! They called him eight time champion. Oh, Ocho. Nice. I mean, I think he is someone that definitely wants the AEW do well, and we've seen him being doing stuff like Mars Singer, yeah, and these things. He's 
you got to put yourself out there so people are like, oh, he's wrestling. People, some people who know who he is might not know what AEW is. So, it's true. Oh, you're actually on this other show now? I'll, yeah. I'll check that out. Uh, l- other last little bits and bobs is uh, MJF posted a photo holding his PWI like tr- plaques because yeah. he won like Feud of the Year and like Most Hated of the mm-hmm. Year or something like that. But on the Feud of the Year, he like put a piece of tape over CM Punk's name uh, and then posted the photo. And wouldn't you know it, CM Punk saw it and – commented on it on instagram and said you should put a sticker over AEW's ratings too which yeah. caused a lot of people to go he's coming back <laughs> come on you can't be that bitter and not be coming back mm. so he'll come back as the biggest heel uh in in wrestling i would imagine like he's got to come back he's got to come back he's going to come back get the get the huge fake baby face pop and then turn it on the crowd and be like fuck you i people. mean you'd book him to return in long island Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. If you want him to come back as a heel, don't book him to come back in Chicago. Yeah. Come back in Long Island. Yeah. True. No, that would be pretty sweet. But yeah, he's he's been trolling online for a little while now, and I, it would make me believe that. Like, he's, hey, he's poking his head above water again. He's got to he? be he's looking around. What's going on? He's got to be like coming back. Maybe you know they won't do an elite thing at all. Maybe that's just something we don't ever see. But I think he's I think he's coming back. Yeah, for sure. So all interesting. Right. Yeah, well, uh, that was us talking about all the stuff going on this week in the world of wrestling. We'll be doing the same thing next week. So join us live on our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash at PoisonRana. Hopefully uh, our internet is uh, working properly. Yeah, we'll try time. and get uh, Fido to fix this. <laughs> Fuck um, you, Rogers. Yeah, but uh, also I wanted to shout out a new episode of Shot in the Dark yes. is up on this very feed. Uh, Sino talking about... Uh, Impact, MLW, the uh, Shelton Benjamin 20-year anniversary in wrestling thing that happened on main event. Uh, yeah, so 15 minutes or less, always a great listen with John Ceno. And and go buy one of his shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash up next, uh, our old store. There. Yeah, we're working on some merch. Uh, we're, we're deciding on what to do do with uh, certain things we want to get some embroidered stuff mm. and i uh, might have to go uh and start up at our own little website mm-hmm. or something like that so we are working on that we promise because a lot of you guys are like where's the merch so we can't wait to sell you some frogs we can't wait trust You've me got a new episode of the detox with jordan goodman that yeah was on this feed yeah on you friday yeah we dropped this last friday this past friday and if you want a show where we do not talk about pro wrestling and just check out and ramble on and, and make each other laugh and you want to hear me scream i heard one of the worst stories i've ever heard and it comes from jordan i screamed so loud on this podcast it makes my blood curdle i don't want to talk about it but check out the show uh so that's on here and then coming up on this free feed over the next couple of weeks we'll have another episode of what up doe yeah b detroit and john cena are gonna chat all about uh (laughs) mogul Enterprises and Rick Ross and how B predicted this would happen with Rick Ross kind of uh, leading the charge and all that stuff. So that's going to be dropping next Friday. And uh, the following Friday, we'll be dropping uh, to close out Japanuary, our uh, best match ever, Io Shirai that yes. we did with Karen Peterson. Yeah, I said I would drop that for you guys for free, but it's going to have to wait uh, until next Yeah, week. so we're doing on this feed kind of every Friday a rotating show. It will be like uh, either one of our Patreon shows we're re-releasing for free for you or uh, the Detox or What Updo or whatever else we have up our sleeves. I know we've got some other things cooking. Yeah, we do. We have some great ideas for the, the next few weeks, but you want to hear all the other podcasts, patreon.com slash uh, poisonrana. Almost said it. 
almost set up next. We're learning. Uh, for only five bucks, guys, you get access to like 500 podcasts. You don't know how many movie reviews and retro pay-per-view reviews, mm. including that uh, Japan Summit show from the Tokyo Dome from 1990. We just did a retro NXT review talking about uh, Sami Zayn, Sasha Banks and NXT, some crazy stuff. William Regal and Cesaro feuds heating up in that show as well. So all these other podcasts, go check it out. It's only five bucks and you get a whole month of access to j- listen to everything else in that back catalog. So it's, it's only a few bucks and you get to help us out because we are content creators and we can't do this without our listeners. What are you waiting for? Exactly. So people, thank you so much for listening and supporting us. We'll be back. And remember every Tuesday night up next on the post wrestling feed as well. That's it. That's all. I myself, Braden Harrington. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and all that at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davy Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And I don't watch football, but I hope the Jags win. Just so WWE has to send they had them. A crazy comeback yesterday. You think they're getting the they world title? Four zero down, and then came back to win. They have to be sent the title if they win. Oh yeah. And Absolutely. you know, Tony Khan's going to come out on dynamite, out on dynamite wearing dynamite it. With the Do- <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Ahoy!